sermon podcast of Dan Roschke, pastor of Bethlehem Lutheran Church in Fairfax, Virginia. For more information about Bethlehem, visit our website at blclife.org. But now, here's Pastor Dan and his sermon for today. Friends in Christ, grace to you and peace from God who never leaves us, who never shuts us out, who always welcomes us and showers us with mercy. Amen. I've got to come right out and say that, don't I? With this gospel lesson for today, it has an ominous tone, and it should. This is what's known as Jesus' final discourse, this chapter 25 of Matthew. These are the final words of Jesus before his earthly death before his crucifixion, the passion, death, and resurrection. Um, And so the last things are the important things. There's lots of discourses of Jesus throughout the Gospel of Matthew. In fact, Matthew's the longest uh, of the four Gospels. Uh, And and that's really in part from all these stories and parables and lessons and sermons that Jesus gives. This is the final one. And so there's always an extra layer of importance on first things and, and, in this case, last things. Last words just before the Last Supper, you could say. So, what do these last words tell us? What do they wake us up to? And most importantly, what do they teach us about God and God's grace? There is definitely a warning here. The story of the ten bridesmaids, as the NRSV translates it. Other uh, translations of the Bible say the, the virgins or maidens, uh, there's definitely a warning here to the, to the church. It is specific for the church. Jesus is talking to the disciples. So Jesus is talking to us, friends. And there's definitely a warning here. Frankly, this sounds a lot like the lesson we had just a few weeks ago about putting on the garment at the wedding banquet. Everyone gets one. It's offered freely by God at the door, so for God's sake, put it on. Remember that lesson? It's the same here today with the oil. Everybody gets some. It's nothing that we earn. Put on that oil of hope. Just like put on that garment of grace. Let let it rise to the top. You know what happens when you put oil and water together? (laughs) Let that oil rise to the top and keep it on. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Trust the grace. It's all gift as we use it well. Enjoy it. This goodness of God. Steward it. Steward this grace and forgiveness that is offered freely for you and be ready with it. That's the lesson here today in the parable. Otherwise, otherwise you will miss out and remain in the dark. That's the ominous piece. I'm struck by that. And I'm struck by this this line of the bridegrooms right at the end of our passage for today. That's why I had to begin by saying grace to you and peace from God who never leaves us, who never shuts us out, who knows you better than you know yourself, who always welcomes you and showers you with mercy. Because I'm struck by this line here at the end of the parable. I don't know who you are. The bridegroom says... To the bridesmaids who had to go out and get more oil and then came back and it was too late. I don't know who you are, very truly, 
Were you kind of saddened by that with me? I was, I, I was, I was kind of feeling badly for those five bridesmaids who couldn't get back in, who didn't keep enough oil. And I think this needs some illustration. So I thought of Star Wars. <laughs> I was obviously, you know, my generation, I was obviously raised on the quote, original Star Wars movies, you know, the episode four, A New Hope, and then The Empire Strikes Back, and then Return of the Jedi. But I love, I love the new-ish episode three. It's not so new anymore, but episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Because that's the one where you see Anakin Skywalker get lured, and uh, the story of him becoming Darth Vader is really kind of Episode three is the one that really delves into that. Anakin Skywalker gets lured into, and I watched this little clip, so this is a quote, the peace, justice, freedom, and security of the empire. The dialogue scenes are always my favorites. I fall asleep during the fighting scenes, but <laughs> family makes fun of me. Uh, but the dialogue is so great, and the, and the lines, particularly in that, in that um, plot line, Obi-Wan Kenobi shouts, only a Sith deals in absolutes. He wisely admonishes Anakin, whose anger's just growing as that, as that um, movie un unrolls. And then here at the end of that movie, there's this point. It's practically a quote from Scripture. As Anakin Skywalker's anger is reaching the boiling point, he's the people that he loves the most, he's pushing away, and it's his wife, Padme, who cries out with tears in her eyes, I don't even know who you are anymore, she says. It's like Anakin's light is going out. And he just gets angrier and angrier. You turned her against me, he cries out to Obi-Wan. And Obi-Wan says, you did that to yourself, Anakin. In your lust for power and your trust in the Empire, you did that to yourself. And he eventually turns into Darth Vader, one of the great villains in cinema. Uh, am I getting too far off this gospel text? I... I don't know, but I, I do think it's very dramatic. This gospel text, I mean. <laughs> Let me take it down a few notches. My old worship professor, Dr. Mark Bangert, <clears throat> he makes a really interesting point about this um, with the foolish bridesmaids, that idea. He says the foolishness of the bridesmaids was in their thinking that they knew what was going to happen. He writes, the foolish maidens were foolish because they expected everything to be on schedule. Isn't that great? No delays. The foolish didn't anticipate a sudden change of plan. Um, the bridegroom was running late. Don't forget that. The bridegroom was running late. That's why they ran out. They thought they knew everything was, they, they thought everything was going to go perfectly on schedule. <laughs> Only a Sith deals in absolutes. <laughs> How many of us expect God to be on schedule, on our schedule, to show up when we ask, when a loved one dies, perhaps, 
when cancer strikes, when war crashes down, when we need a little inspiration or a little challenge or a little comfort at Christmas and at Easter time, you know, basically when we would like and when we expect and when God doesn't seem to show up for me and do exactly what I would like God to show up and do in those times, how we can reject the free gift of faith in those moments and after, how we can lose hope, give up and go after earthly other stuff, you know, the peace, justice, freedom, and security of the empire, how we can forget grace, toss out mercy, fail to steward what God's given us, fail to enjoy what God's given us, and fail to be ready to serve, ready to enter into the banquet party. Therein lies the foolishness. You did that to yourself, Anakin. Friends in Christ, what, what fuels your light? What fuels your joy? What fuels your good works? I think that's really one of the big questions in this passage for us today. As we think about fuel and oil for lamps, I mean, we can see your good works, but what fires that? What, what's behind that? What fills your spiritual tank to go out in peace, to serve, and to join the party? Sharing the goodness of God. Luther would say, faith. St. Augustine would say, love. The prophets invite us to hope. Maybe it's hope is what fuels all of that. Faith, hope, and love. There you go. What drives you to do good things? What, what drives you? What fuels you to remain part of the church community, part of the human community? What fuels your ability to forgive? What keeps your light shining? Don't lose that by not using it. We're instructed here today. Ponder that. And here's another question to ponder around this text. What are you waiting for? I mean, what are you longing for? As you look around at this world, Christians are always looking, we're looking beyond ourselves. So it's not just like what I want, but what are you longing for as you look around at this world? So many of us in the church and beyond are longing for true justice and peace in this world. God's justice, not the empire's. Amos is kind of longing, you know, justice that flows like a Norwegian waterfall, carving out beautiful landscapes, that kind of justice that gives glory to God and hope and peace to all the nations of the earth, that kind of righteousness that brings joy and deep, abiding, joyful, restful, life-giving, not life-crushing, peace. We wait. We wait for that. We long for that. And when that does not come, how we can get foolish, fall asleep, 
give up, squander, get angry, get scared when it does not come. Our call today, friends, is to keep the faith. That is, keep waiting. Even if you don't see it coming, keep waiting. Keep trusting God. Even if everyone else around us is trusting other stuff, keep working. Keep loving. Keep serving. Keep the faith friends in Christ, the faith that is given freely in baptism, a gift from the Holy Spirit, we confess. Faith is a gift from the Holy Spirit. All we can do is open our hands and accept that gift of faith, use that gift of faith, let that gift light up this world in love, in justice, in radical welcome and embrace, in mercy and in peace, in forgiving others as God has forgiven us. This gift of faith that God grants each one of you is meant not to be buried, but to be used, practiced, worn, washed, and worn again. That's going to be our text next week. Put it on, friends, this gift of faith, hope, love, Put it on, friends in Christ. Light it up. Let this love of God that burns in you warm everyone around you in these cold, dark days. Nelson Mandela said, or at least it's attributed to him, the saint, last Sunday was All Saints Sunday, the saint is the sinner who keeps on trying. Amen to that. Hang in there. God is good. God holds you. And in the end, In the end, we know what happens to Anakin Skywalker, right? Spoiler alert, but there's redemption. Albeit three Star Wars movies later, there is redemption even for him. So it is with our God. And even more, in Christ, on this side of the resurrection, we are all filled with oil filled up so that our lights can burn bright and all are gathered. All of us are gathered. All of us are gathered into the banquet of God's grace. That's our God. There is redemption even for you. That's our God who never leaves us, who never shuts us out, who always welcomes us and showers us with mercy greater than we can imagine. Thanks be to God. In Jesus' name. Bethlehem Lutheran Church, thank you for listening. Check us out again soon. And to learn more about our national church body, the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, visit elca.org. Goodbye for now. And remember, God's outpouring of grace and peace never runs dry. Here's to a new day. The, ev- the ev- Evangelical 
That was terrible. To learn more about our national church body. Start over, start over. <laughs> okay. Is that hard? No, not really. Pretty easy? Yeah. You could edit.